Welcome to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Randall and Gus Kearns. Folks, the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast gave you Gus's mid-major podcast on Saturday morning. We came together on Sunday morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and Wednesday morning, and we're back here again with you on Thursday morning. Partner, that's six consecutive days of podcasts. If we're heading to March Madness, <laughs> what else do our listeners want? Listeners, we just wanted to say welcome into the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast. Thank you for always tuning in and giving us part of your week. We're powered up by Blog Talk Radio. Uh, your intro and outro music is brought to you by Bell Jar. We're always talking everything college hoops. You could have been anywhere else on the dial, but you chose to be here with us, Mike and Gus. And you know what? We appreciate that. And we're going to give you a quick rundown of some news and notes. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to do our traditional quick point spread podcast. We're just going to go over some point spreads in the opening round of the March Madness tournament and just you know give us a – it's going to be a conversation. It's not going to be an argument. It's going to be like Mike and I are bellied up in Texas Corner at the Iron Horse where we first had the idea of this podcast, and we're just going to talk some spreads. That's right. Iron Horse in Westwood, New Jersey, Texas Corner. That is so true. That is exactly where this started. We are a pop. We are a podcast of the people. That's what we are. Six days in a row, we're bringing it to you. We had many requests to do our picks again against the spread. That's what we're going to do. Thank you to mybookie.ag for the spreads. We'll get into that a little bit later also. But here we go, folks. Little news and notes, Gus, to start. Just some other things, and then we'll get into the picks for Thursday and Friday since tomorrow really is the best day of the year, 12-15. It is one of the best days of the year without question. Uh, It is, again, it is like Christmas or the holidays in March. Gus Thad Mata, according to John Rothstein, no longer a candidate for the Georgia job. You disappointed with that? No, I just wonder which direction the turnaround came from. I wonder if it was in Thad Mata's direction or in Georgia's direction. Um, and I think it sounded like it made sense on paper. But maybe Mata's not ready to come back. Maybe the numbers weren't right for him to come back. And maybe Georgia just wanted to go a different direction. I think it makes sense on all fronts. You know, I read this one. And at first when I read it, I said no chance. And then as soon as I started reading the article, it made a lot more sense. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. reportedly met with Tom Crean about their coaching vacancy. He's, mm. 50, he's 51 years old. There's a tie there. Tom Crean was an assistant at Pittsburgh for one season under Ralph Willard in 94-95. And Crean's wife, Joni, is a Pitt grad. Gus, Tom Crean to Pittsburgh, rebuilt a program in Indiana. Interesting. I think Crean might be a more interesting choice at UConn. Oh. How about that? Oh, look at you at the right church, wrong pew there. I like that (laughs) a lot. Nice job. I I think that he will be recruited and sought after at a program that has a a traditional – some sort of tradition much like uh, Indiana – and is in a little bit of trouble. So I can see him going to UConn, which I think that fits that description pretty much. So I, 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 I'm I, not sure where he's going to pop up, but I, I think either one of those places makes sense. Tubby Smith is no longer the coach of Memphis basketball. Looks like it's going to be Penny Hardaway, right? Little Penny. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing you got to say when you say Penny Hardaway. But look, the pipeline that he's created uh, to the local players there and the players that are uh, part of the community – Absolutely makes sense up front. You just want to see if that hire, if it happens, has sustainability for that program. Obviously, he'll probably get a couple of his kids from his AAU program that he could. 
coaches and his high school team that he coaches. Um, but can that type of success continue uh, for a long period of time? Uh, I think that's up for debate. But cool that uh, Penny is going to be part of the college game that we love so much because he has been such an impactful player on all levels, collegiate and NBA. Only two years at Memphis, but uh, didn't get the recruits and the Penny Hardaway is a splash. I know that the the attendance at the games went severely down. That's something that was motivating them because, Gus, it's always about money. And that's all we got for our news and notes really quick. But let's get with the, to what the people want, Gus. Let's do some picks against the spread. This is always fun. I mean, why not? Here, we'll do some picks. Let's see. We got our brackets going. You know, so far, let's see how it goes. I was very happy tonight. I got to say this right away. that Texas Southern did win. And, Gus, they look good doing it. I'm just saying... By the way, I, I just want to say, you know, be honest with me here, as you always are. Yeah. So Jefferson has been suspended four times this year by Mike yeah. Davis. I mean, doesn't that make you think like, you know, this would be just the perfect situation, right? <laughs> Mass chaos. Jefferson pull up from three. And he is not shy, by the way, if you watch tonight. No, he, no, he no. He, he is like, uh, I don't know. He's like the, the lost child of Arizona State's like jacking from three. Like he, he is not afraid to put it up or bring it into the lane either way. I'm telling you, you just Gus. Give me a tie with 10 minutes left in the second half, and we'll be out enjoying ourselves somewhere. We'll send some tweets out. I'll be out of control. Just give me like 50 to 50 on a Jefferson Listen, I, I I feel like you are – I'm going to equate you to Bill Self when he won his first championship and he wiped his brow. I feel like you wiped your brow after this I did. Uh, I did. see Central Texas Southern game. I was so locked in with my family. I was so locked in my family. I'm playing – my wife's doing some laundry. I, I'm trying to occupy the kids. I keep alternating between imitating Jefferson shooting and yelling chuku at my son. So my son just keeps repeating chuku. You're very invested in the playing games. That's nice. Yeah, I, like I that. just love saying his name. All right, we're off topic. Here we go. We'll save that for Friday. Gus, let's start with the Thursday games. I got them here. Thursday games in the spread. We'll just okay. go one by one. We'll record yeah. the picks. We'll see how we do. And we'll talk about them. Sounds good. I can't wait for this. Here we go. Our picks, our invested screen, let's screen the screen of lines. Gus is the guru. I'm going to take a shot at him. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Ready, partner? Ready. First game, Villanova Wildcats as the one seed are 23 and a half point favorites over number 16, Radford. Okay. I, take a look at the first half here. Maybe Radford slows it down enough where that first half number is intriguing, but I can see Villanova just winning this thing by about 35. I, I would so overall, give me Villanova. Uh, I, I think that sounds like a smart bet here. I'm gonna take Radford. Uh, I, I. You think that you think they're gonna sustain it for 40 minutes? I just, I don't know. I think it, I think it could be backdoor cover. I just think it's rare, in my experience, that teams win by 30 in the NCAA tournament. And given that this year has been so helter-skelter, look, in no way am I saying that Radford is close to Villanova. I'm not – that's not what I'm saying. If I was going to say it, trust me, I'd let you know. I just think 23 and a half is a lot. I, I – you know, 81-60 I win. I, I'll take Radford with the 23 and a half. Interesting. And plus, I mean, if, if your roster includes Ed Polite Jr., that sounds great. Right. Like, I don't know. They slow it down a little. I don't, whatever. I, I just – the numbers struck me in my gut when I saw it. That's a little high. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. Next one. Number eight, Virginia Tech minus two over number nine, Alabama. I love Alabama here. I love Alabama for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're going to have the best player on the floor. Number two, they have a coach that has NBA experience. Number three – uh, I think their roster is undersold, and I, I think their you know metrics are a little skewed because of that five-game losing streak um, that they had at the end of the season. So I like Alabama here. 
I totally agree. I love the starting five. I, I think it's a John Petty game. I like Dante Hall inside. I just think they have more balance overall, and they do have the best play on the floor, Colin Sexton. I agree. I'll take Alabama and the two as well. Next game, number seven, Rhode Island, minus two over number 10, Oklahoma. This is the game that kicks it off tomorrow, Gus. Uh, because I took Oklahoma in my bracket as the win, if we're just going to go like straight up point spread here, I, I don't know. I'm so torn. I feel like I can go either way with this. So I think the two-point number is pretty strong. I think that's right on. But I'm going to say I think the game is going to – I can see Oklahoma winning this game. Maybe the reset button for them is just exactly what they needed. So give me Oklahoma and, uh, you know, covering the minus two. Uh, you know, out, outright for the win, but definitely closing in on the minus two. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take them for the win, then you got to take the two. I, I, this yeah. is, it's very hard when it's two points. Or how many times they win by one? Very rarely. Yeah, it's like, a, it's a, like I feel like if it's if it's two or under, yeah, it's basically a pick em, right? Yeah, I got Rhode Island. I like them to win, so I'm not going to take Oklahoma with the two. I'll just take the Rhode Island and, and hope they win by three. I agree. I, I just think the guards, the five-guard alignment, yeah. and I, I just think Trey Young – He's going he's gonna to have a good game. I, I just think in the end that Rhode Island has too much balance. And I think they hit the skids there, but I, I bet they they bounce back and have a good game. Uh, number two, Duke. 20 and a half over number 15, Iona and DJ Clues. I'm, I'm in- <laughs> <Fantastic>. Love <laughs> um, it. Right. It's, it's, I hope that nickname sticks. Um, I'm intrigued on the, the, the point total here. I'd be, I'd be taking a look at that. Uh, I think that very similar to the Villanova game, I don't think that Iona is going to put up much of a fight here. I think they're limited uh, roster-wise and height-wise and length-wise. So I'm going to say that Duke pulls away in the second half and gets the cushion that they need to cover. I am going to take Duke also. Hmm. I think their size inside is a lot for Iona. Iona has not been a dominant team in the conference. They got hot at the end. This is a tough matchup. Duke is much bigger inside. They're going to face that zone, which I think against Iona, which has five guys that score 10, is just going to be a little tricky. So I agree with you. I think they will cover. I will also take Duke and give the 20 and a half. This one, partner, is very fishy. Number one, Kansas. I don't remember the time that a number one seed has only been favored by 13 and a half over a 16 seed. People were were clamoring that Penn was totally underseeded. Kansas, minus 13 and a half. Penn, who you got? I so want to take Penn here, and so I am. I'm not going to like make an excuse and say, like, well, I kind of like Penn. No, no, I'm just going to take Penn to keep it close. Look, they have a coach that has a history that can do this thing. Uh, the Ivy has traditionally played well over the past six, five to six years. Even though it's a 16 seed, it's still the Ivy League, and it's still a really strong representative. I'm going to say give me Penn and and I think that they're going to cover, and I think it's going to be closer than you think. I agree. I heard that Azabuki's a game-time decision. What that means to me— that, that helps. Yeah, with the knee injury. What that means to me is they're not going to play Azabuki unless they need him. And by the way, if you play Azabuki, Donahue's going to foul him in two seconds, especially when he hasn't played. I like mm-hmm. the 13-and-a-half. I'm with you. Do I think Kansas will win? Yes, I do. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked it this way. But right. I think it's single digits. I love the 13-and-a-half. I'm with you. I'll take Penn. Yeah. Here we go. Number eight seat, no all minus two and a half, number nine NC State. There we go. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. Because it's two and a half and Seton Hall has a penchant for playing like these tight games. I mean, go back and visit, revisit the Villanova game and listen to how close that was at the, you know, there's a final possession game with under 30 seconds to go. Somehow, I'm going to take Seton Hall for the win, but for NC State to cover. How about that? 
you're not going to get an argument from this end of the microphone. So it's, it's fine with me. I have NC State winning. I, I understand. I, I would have done the same thing if I'm you because, I you know, I mean, you, listen, Willard will just go to Delgado all, all, all second half, right? No problem. You, 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 you wish he would. Maybe he'll bench Desi again. Why not? Maybe he's going to, you know, he's just one of those games, Gus, what do you say? Desi's just not into it. Maybe he's not right. into it tomorrow. Just, just not into the NCAA tournament. Dear, yeah, I get it. Dear <laughs> Lord. I'd give a, if I was the AD, I'd give him a pink slip at the last timeout. Uh, next. Number six, you, this is the game we disagree on the attractiveness level of number six, Houston, minus four, only four, Gus, over number 11, San Diego State. Who you got? This one is vexing. The number is vexing. I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to give the points, and I think they're going to cover by more than four. I think San Diego State is going to play live in the first half, but I, I think when push comes to shove, I think Houston moves on. Yeah, I just think San Diego State is overseeded. I think they got hot at the end of the year. But I think that Houston has been hot the entire time, and I just don't. I think there are two defensive teams, and I like Houston a little bit, so I will give the four as well. Number three, Michigan minus eleven. Number fourteen, Montana. Interesting. I think Michigan is being is playing way too efficient. I, I, you know, they're they're amongst one of the top ten Ken Palm ranked teams overall. I, I think if you're a top ten Ken Palm team, I think I think you're not in danger of losing in the first round. And if you're going to give me an eleven number. Uh, yeah, I think I think Michigan's good here. I think they're good to to take the number as well. So I think they're good to cover the number of eleven. And um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give the points with Michigan and give me Michigan as the favorite here. I'm gonna take Montana plus eleven, and that may surprise you. It does. Uh, and here's why: I I do sense at times when Michigan has had a little bit of a layoff that they come out flat. They did last year against Oklahoma State. I loved mm-hmm. Michigan last year. I had them crushing Oklahoma State, and I was sweating in my drawers there. So this game's in Kansas, I think. It's in Wichita, Montana. We know the Grizzlies are live. Listen, Michigan's going to win, but very similar to Kansas, I like that number a lot. So I will take, believe it or not, uh, again, wow. I'm keeping it real here. Montana and 11. If it was eight, I take them. I think that's a little too much. So I will actually you, take Montana. Do you think the layoff might make them a little rusty as well? I think it makes – yeah, but I, I think – Is that, that part Mon- of the equation? Well, yeah, but I think what happens is when you're the favorite, you don't come out guns blazing, right? You don't mm-hmm. come out chucking. You're going to be patient. Montana's got nothing to lose. They're going to come out right. and be live. And let, Michigan's had some issues back and forth. The point guard situation is not great. We've talked about that. And Abdul Rahman may not go nuts in the first half. So let's just say the first half Michigan gets, gets a <laughs> right. little flat, right? Like I've seen okay. them do multiple yeah. times. Montana is fired up. Let's go. And then Michigan pulls away late because Wagner hits two threes. I, I, this smells to me like 79 70. Like I, I just, sure. I think 11 is yeah. a lot. It just, okay. it, my gut says it's a lot. Okay. Very good. Number six, Miami minus one and a half. Number 11, Loyola Chicago. Maybe one of the fishiest lines we've seen. One and a half, six, 11 game. We're on opposite ends here, right? I think I, I like Miami for the outright win. So we're going to, we're going to go there. Uh, I know where you're going to go. So, so hit us up with your, with your logistical breakdown of why you like the opposite way here. No, but I, I think you made a very strong argument. You got me worried when I heard you make your argument. I'm Larinaga. That's a very strong argument. Uh, no one's picking Miami. Lonnie Walker has been very, very good lately. He's really, he was like the third leading scorer. Now he's first. So I, 
I think your argument is, is very worrisome to me. I, I do th- – I, it is. I sure. I do, do think – you know, this is the opposite. This is the bizarre Seton Hall, North Carolina State. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried about this. But I, I like the pace of play. I like Loyola Chicago being totally hu- healthy like you talked about. I like them winning the finals game without Custer having a big game as well. Yeah. It's going to be close. I expect Loyola Chicago to win. I'm certainly not taking the one and a half, assuming they're going to lose by one. But I think it's a bonus. Yeah. But I, you, you made a very strong argument. You really did. Fair. Yeah. And again, like I think this is one of the must-watch first-round games. Absolutely without question. And the point spread speaks to that. Without, you know, and, and it says, like, pay attention to this game. This could be one of the upsets that you want to have in your bracket. Number three, Tennessee, minus 12 and a half. Number 14, Wright State. I love Wright State to cover here. I think that I think this is a very close game. I think there's going to be a single-digit game, much like you pro, uh, prognosticated uh, the Montana-Michigan State. Uh, I'm sorry, Montana-Michigan game to be single digits. I like Wright State to keep this close. I like Coach Nagy to game plan his his uh, his squad to, to to try to figure out. And you know that Coach Barnes has had trouble in the tournament when he was at Texas, and maybe he stumbles upon uh, the same tripwire here. And this game is a little bit closer than you think. I actually like Wright State here. That's a fair argument. I think Tennessee's way too physical. In essence, to me, Tennessee was the best team in the SEC because they tied Auburn in the regular season and lost in the finals to Kentucky. I think the SEC is the best conference. That's my opinion. So I think they're going to cover Wright State. It's close. I, I, again, I see your path, but I'm going to go with the physicality. I think they get hot from three, and I think Williams and Schofield are too much. So we'll go head-to-head. They all take Tennessee, and I'll give the 12 and a half. Okay. Number six, Florida, minus five and a half. Number 11, St. Bonaventure. Interesting. I think, and I talked about this on the podcast, on the breakdown. I'm just going to trust Chris Chiosa here. I'm going to expect Florida to win, but I think the Bonnies can take care of that number, and it's a very close game. I can see this being a single possession game with Florida squeaking it out, and maybe Chiosa making a play like he normally does in the final minute to give Florida the win, but maybe not by that number. So I'll take Florida for the win with the Bonnies to make some money. I will take the Bonnies. I like the winner of that game to move on. I love that Stockard inside is healthy. I think yes. the two senior guards cause an issue for Florida. I like St. Bonaventure to win the game, and I'll gladly take the five and a half. Makes sense. N- number three, Texas Tech, Red Raiders, minus 11 in Texas against number 14, Stephen F. Austin from Texas. I'm going to take Stephen F. Austin to cover that 11-point spread. I think Texas Tech is going to win and move on to play the winner of the game that you just mentioned. But I think Stephen F. Austin, with a couple guys like Holfield and Ty Charles that are left over from that upset team, that upset uh, West Virginia, I think that that DNA is still in their blood and still in their locker room and still in their roster. I bet this game is closer than you think, and I think this is going to be a, a, a single-digit game. So I like Stephen F. Austin uh, to cap, to cover that number there. I'm going to go Texas Tech. I think they come out with a defensive performance they had. Remember that game at TCU earlier this yeah, year with it? I, I, I do, yeah. I think they just come out in lockdown mode. And I, I think teams like Virginia, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, when they play lower-seeded teams will show up. So I will go head-to-head. It's a lot of points. I'm going to give you 11, but I'll right. take Texas Tech. Number, okay. number five, Kentucky minus five. Number 12, Davidson. They're both playing so well. They're both coached by, you know, unbelievable coaching staffs and head coaches. This one's a tough one. If I, You know what? This is the first one I would just stay away from. I have no idea. I mean, I, I picked Kentucky to move on. This is a stay away from me. 
I, this is one of the few games I just want to sit back and enjoy and not worry about a point spread. So, sorry, listeners. I'm just going to say enjoy this game. I don't have any betting advice for you on this because both teams are playing so well. That's fair. I'm going to take Kentucky and give the five. This is really, Gus, tough for me because it's a head-heart game. Do yeah. You, you know how bad I want Kellen Grady to go off again and oh, to see man. Aldridge go nuts and to see McKillop win. That, that, that's what people want. And, you know, I've made fun of Calipari. I said he's not an X's and O's guy. And I've said, you know, everybody scores six on the team. But when you look at the metrics on Ken Palm and you look at their metrics, their statistics as a team, it just doesn't make sense. I don't see how Kentucky loses this game. Five's not enough for me. I will, I'll take the plunge. I'll take Kentucky and give the five. But you're probably, okay. it's nice that you get to sit back and relax. Those are often the most fun games. Number yeah. four, Arizona minus eight and a half. Number 13, Buffalo. Interesting. I, I, again, I, I like Buffalo as one of those like uh, live. Uh, underdog mid-major teams is Arizona get again get, get out of the blocks a little bit slow I think so I think that they're a little hesitant once they get rolling I think they'll be okay so I actually like Buffalo in the first half here but then I think Arizona is going to take care of that number so I'm going to say give me Arizona uh, given the points and I think that Arizona will cover in the second half and I think they'll they'll actually win by double digits. I love the first half wagering stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm with yeah. You. I take Arizona. I, th- I think they roll. Number five, Ohio State, minus seven and a half. Number 12, South Dakota State. Do we even need to talk about this game? I mean, they're going to give uh, us – we both think South Dakota State's going to win. And they're going to give us seven and a half as well? <laughs> uh, n- next. <laughs> I'm just going to write it in here. Yeah. If you listen to us – if folks, if you haven't listened to us the last couple of games, go, uh, days, go back and listen to the podcast. We talked about this game forever. Number four, Gonzaga, only 12 and a half. Number 13, UNC Greensboro. Uh, interesting. Uh, Gonzaga does have a history of getting tripped up or not tripped up, but just like, you know, getting held up in that first round game. I think you've referenced the the, the game when they had to play Southern, like when they were the number yeah, one seed. Yeah. yeah right. Yep. And I think and that Lin- game and they was... had a Linux too. Bigs usually work in the first round. They had Linux. Yeah. Right. Right. They had an All-American on their team. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so does the same script fo- follow here? I don't think so. Just because of the talent that uh, Gonzaga has with their bigs and the versatility they have with their front line, uh, I like them to cover that number, and I, I'm going to give those points. I say uh, Gonzaga big. Uh, how about by about 17? I'm with you. I, I like Gonzaga. They're all, I mean, ever since that St. Mary's game, man, when I saw them flying up and down the, the court, I mean, that was incredible. So I'm going to go Gonzaga as well. While we're talking about these fishy lines, folks, right. people, people ask us about the games, which we're telling you now, but they also ask us where we're going to bet and where we bet and where we support you guys going to take a look at if you're going to drop a few shekels down is mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag, one of the best websites in the business. They have the fastest payouts and a special for Screen the Screen or podcast listeners. Use the promo code SVS. That's right. Use the promo code SVS when you make your first deposit. If you sign up, you open an account, you make a first deposit of at least $45, you type in SVS as the promo code, they will give you a 50% bonus. That means you deposit $100, they give you $50. You deposit $200, they give you $100. You deposit $500, they give you $250. The payouts come quick. It's super easy. They got in-game wagering, props all over the place. They got NCAA tournament props right now, Gus. If you go to the props in the NCAA tournament, just which is, to- which is totally cool. It's incredible. I mean, I mean, just a couple here. Will how, how about this? Like, just uh, and then I want to hear the list because they're totally intriguing. Yeah. 
Like maybe you just want to throw a, a game, you know, throw a couple bucks down on a game that you really like, but then at least go take a look at the prop bets. The prop bets are great. <laughs> will Oklahoma make the Sweet Sixteen? Will Gonzaga make the Sweet Sixteen? Will Kentucky make the Elite Eight? Uh, just something. It's just some great bets that you can make. Yeah. Yeah. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SDS. You will get the fifty percent bonus. You play, you bet, you win. Mybookie.ag. Don't forget the end part of that. You get paid. That's what matters. You get paid when you use MyBookie. So I uh, love the partnership that we have going, going with MyBookie. So if you're looking for a place to lay down, uh, you know, a couple bucks on just a couple of games, that is a very trusted place to go. Uh, we trust it as well. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for an avenue to do that, that's the avenue to travel down. Friday Games Partner, UVA, no DeAndre Hunter, minus 21, Maryland, Baltimore County. I, I think you have to take Maryland, Baltimore County with no Hunter. Um, I know Virginia can probably win this game, you know, like 58-38 or something of that nature. Um, but I think with their limited roster, I, I, I would take I would take Baltimore County here. I'm going to take UVA. I still think their defense is something that Maryland-Baltimore County has not experienced. It's not like they're playing Vermont here. They're playing a team that really had a nice run at the end of the year. Uh, Jarris, Lyles, they will shut down. I'm not sure if they can score outside of that. Give me like Virginia up 10 at the half, and they win by about 25. But, yeah, I, I hear you, but I'll, I'll give you points. It makes sense, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next one, number eight, Creighton, only minus one over number nine, Can- number nine, Kansas State. So basically, Gus, who do you like better, Creighton or Kansas yeah, State? Yeah, I, I love when the again, love when the point spreads are under a two or one and a half. Uh, of course, let's go Creighton here. I, I like their backcourt. I think that's one of the best backcourts in the nation with Kyrie Thomas and, and Marcus Foster. You have the storyline of Foster uh, being a former student athlete at Kansas State, so that's intriguing as well. Um, so yeah, I, I like Creighton to win the game. Uh, I like their offensive efficiency, and plus uh, Kansas State is coming in a little banged up. So I think that's a, a factor to take in as well. Yeah, Foster revenge game. Big fan of those. Number seven, Texas A&M, minus three over number 10, Providence. I, I just like Providence to win outright. How about that? I think this is just a karmic game, and I think Providence and Ed Cooley and his crew and the freedom he gives his backcourt, uh, you know, his, his wardrobe malfunction, if you will, uh, all of that creates good karma. Texas A&M has been fighting to find good karma all year. So I, I just like Providence to win outright. So that's where I'm going with this game. That's a money line bet that, folks, and I like Providence as well. Number two, UNC minus 19 and a half, Limscombe. Uh, love to know the points, uh, the total points on this. I think it's like 165 or 166. I, I would maybe lean towards the over. And have it be like, you know, an 85-89 game. I kind of like that situation there. And plus, North Carolina has played this type of game before at home against Wofford. I don't think that they're going to be, like, not ready for this game because they've experienced a game uh, with a team like Limsicum uh, already and experienced a loss. So I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to, like, you know, shortchange this effort. Give me North Carolina and the total I'd like the over there, but give me Limsicum to cover because I just don't think North Carolina can score that many points to actually cover because I think both teams are going to get into the 70s or 80s. Yeah, I simply can't take Limsicum when they gave up 65 points to Florida Gulf Coast and a half. So I'm going to give the points there with UNC. I'll give the 19 nice. and a half. No- uh, you know what? Great call. I kind of forgot about that. That's a great point. So listeners, if you're going to circle something, circle Mike's point right there. A <laughs> superior, superior point. Here's a fishy one, Gus, because the underdog is favored. Butler, number 10, is favored by one and a half over number seven, Arkansas. 
You love again. You love when it's one point five, so you can just pick who you think you might might like to win. I like Arkansas here. I like Arkansas because I think they're at big in the middle. Gafford is a little bit more athletic than Wyman. Um, I also think that their perimeter uh, talent matches up. Um, so if I'm going to lean one way or the other, give me the slightly more talented big, and I'm going to take Arkansas for the win. Number two, Purdue minus twenty and a half. Number fifteen, Cal State Fullerton. I think twenty and a half is a lot. Purdue's been playing close games at the end of the Big uh, Ten season. So I kind of like Cal State Fullerton here, and I think they might pull like a sneaky backdoor cover. What do you think? I like Purdue because the game's in Detroit, and Mm. I think it's close to home. And they usually do pretty well, you know, when they against some of the the worst teams. They don't keep the blowout against the bigger teams. I'll give it there. You're going to take Cal State Fullerton? I'll give the 20 and a half. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We're on the other other sides of the uh, ledger there. I'm okay with that. Spartans, Michigan State, three seed, minus 14 and a half, Bucknell Bison. So, like, the my heart, uh, again, head, heart, my heart wants to say Bucknell is going to keep it close. I don't know if they can, so I, I'm going to say I'll take uh, I'll take Michigan and we'll give all those points. Agree with you. We'll give the points and I'll take Michigan as well. Number seven, Nevada. Here's a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus one against number 10, Texas. So, again, you're pretty much picking the winner. Yeah, love the Wolfpack here. I think that their unique roster set up and their um, uh, absolutely unmatched like point guard play by Cody Martin is going to be something that Texas just kind of can't deal with. So I'm just going to take Nevada for the straight out win here. I like it. Listen, Nevada wins their first game against a ranked opponent without a point guard. I'll, I'll give them a lot of credit here, but I'm going to take Texas. I got them in the one point, of course, as a straight up bet. Right. Number two, Cincinnati, minus 14. Number 15, the Ron Hunter Georgia State team. Listen, Georgia State has a score. I think Cincinnati's going to shut down that one option to score. And I like Cincinnati here, and I like Cincinnati, and I'm going to give the points. I'm going to give the 14. I like Cincinnati to cover here, and I, I think that, that I think that I think Cincinnati and 14 points. I think if it was 20, I might go another direction. Um, but 14, I like Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati hasn't really played great, and they haven't blown a lot of teams out. They had that fantastic game against Wichita State, which was an amazing win, but they really don't blow many people out, and they struggled in their tournament. They had a couple leads there. They had to come from behind there in one of those games. I'll take the points with with, uh, Georgia State. I'll take 14 points, and let's see if they can do some Ron Hunter magic here. I just get worried sometimes Cincinnati in the offensive end, so I'll take Georgia State. I'd like them better in a better game. Like, they're playing like UNC. I know they're going to play great, but this Game, you know, they could flake out. Number nine, Florida State, minus one and a half. Number eight, Missouri. Florida State as the nine seed is favored, Gus. Uh, interesting. I, I like Missouri here. I like Missouri for the outright win, so I'm just going to go there. I don't know if Florida State can handle what Michael Porter is going to bring. It's funny. Coach Hamilton should have a way to figure this out because he had a player very similar to Michael Porter Jr. last year um, with Isaac. So you think he might actually have a game plan or something they've like schemed in practice. But I don't know if that's going to pop out. So uh, just give me Missouri for the win here. Again, I, I just – people – everybody's – I'm in the minority. I just don't see Porter dominating here. He hasn't – maybe he draws attention when he's out there, almost like a fake guy. But I think the rest of the team plays really well. I agree with you. And Florida State's been very sketchy this year. So I'll take Missouri for the outright win as well. This one's a little closer than you would think, Gus. Number five, West Virginia, ten and a half. Number twelve, Missouri, uh, Murray State. Number twelve, Murray State Racers. Uh, I like Murray State's backcourt. I think uh, West Virginia could run into one of those like 
um, cyclical like uh, offensive slumps where they don't get the score, so they can't set up their press, and then they can't, you know they, they they don't get a score, and then they don't get the defensive rebound, and then you know and, and they go into that little gap where they don't score for a whole bunch of times. So I like Murray State here. I'm gonna say I think Murray State can keep this a single digit game. Uh, so I, I I'm gonna say the ten and a half is a little too big. So I like Murray State here. I'll take West Virginia. I think it's close in the first half, like you said, and I just think they eventually wear down Murray State. I, I'm going yeah. to stay with Huggins and the, the senior guards. I, I, I'll, I'll go down on the ship with them. You'll take Murray State. I'm going to take West Virginia. I think they open up in the, in the second half. Number four, Wichita State, minus 12. Number 13, Marshall. Oh, give me Marshall here. I really like that line. I don't know why it's 12 there and only 10 and a half versus exactly, Murray State. Exactly. It seems it seems very fishy. Marshall's going to get up and down. Wichita State doesn't really guard as well as they do traditionally. So, yeah, love that number and love Marshall here with that number. Divorce was messy. I agree with you, Marshall. Want to point something <laughs> out? Want to point something out here, folks? You go back to 2014. Team I really like, Gus did as well, was Iowa State. Now, they were yeah. a 3 seed going against actually shockingly NC Central who was a 14 seed seed and we were very worried i was worried too about the spread uh if you remember correctly that was the game where where niang got hurt we liked iowa state going to the final four niang got hurt after dropping like 26 the only reason i'm bringing that up is that spread started at 11 and i remember because i took iowa state and it dropped to eight and a half so i started panicking saying oh my goodness my goodness and they ended up blowing them out so don't get scared off sometimes vegas gets these lines wrong i know it's tempting but if you believe something stick to your guns just because the line changes you know sometimes the line's fishy sometimes it's not but we tend to remember when it was fishy against us but not remember when we overcame the fish like we did there you know so that's a great point yeah i was yeah you always you always always remember like when you got you know know, a quote-unquote screwed yeah but really you also have to remember like when you nailed it and got it right and then didn't think twice about it you know gus in new york they got the national debt number that keeps running that's what i felt like that spread was in that game it just kept dropping (laughs) every time i look it's dropping (laughs) the number yeah the number just kept rolling vegas knows vegas knows niang for three they're fine what they did know is that niang's gonna get hurt break his foot that was that's what they did know that was that particular squad, yeah. Two left. Number five, Clemson minus four and a half. Number 12, New Mexico State. No question where I'm going here. I love New Mexico State for the outright win here. And that number tells you that this line is fishy. Yep. So pay attention to that. I, I Again, I, I love what New Mexico State brings to the table on all facets and all fronts. So I like them for the outright win here. Totally agree with you. I like them for the win. It's only four and a half in the last game, which shows you is a higher seed. Number four, Auburn. Minus nine, number 13, College of Charleston. Shows you the difference there. Nine versus four and a half. Who do you like, College of Charleston getting nine or Auburn, Auburn giving nine? Oh, getting, without question. I think that's an easy bet. I think this is one of the easiest bets on the whole entire bracket. I would take College of Charleston in a heartbeat. Um, I don't think there's any question there. I think, again, if I was rating like the top five lines that in the whole entire bracket, this would be in the top five. Charleston, please. I like it. So let's review. Here are the ones we go against head-to-head, folks. If you want to follow, we appreciate it. Certainly tweet us. We'll be out both those days. So tweet us at SDS Podcast. Myself at Randall Rankus at Currents 12 uh, Virginia and Radford we disagree on. Oklahoma, Rhode Island we disagree on. 
Michigan, Montana, we disagree on. Miami, right. Loyola, Chicago, Wright State, Tennessee, Florida, St. Bonnie's, Stephen F. Austin, Texas Tech. I went Kentucky. You just want to enjoy the game. Smartest pick of the entire thing here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, That's what I'm – Yeah, so true. Maryland, Baltimore County, Virginia, Limscombe, North Carolina, we disagree on. Cal State, Fullerton, Purdue, Nevada, Texas, Cincinnati, Georgia State, Murray State, West Virginia, the last three, Marshall, New Mexico, and College Charleston. We agree. Nice job, partner. Very good. Yeah, good work. Uh, listeners, if you really like what you're listening to, give us a follow on Twitter at SDS Podcast. Efficiency of keystrokes, of course. Uh, you want to get in touch with the uh, podcast via Gmail, please do. SESpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to interact with you and communicate with you that way. And if you want to jump in on the SES uh, Tournament Bracket Challenge, our, our, we'll retweet our link out uh, later on uh, later on this morning. And uh, if you'd like the password, just uh, DM us or email us, and we'll send out the password. We'll try to get as many people as we can uh, before the tournament tips off on Thursday. And last thing about the tournament tip off, thank you, thank you, thank you, listeners. We requested that everybody try to get the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast up to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we are in the upper 90s. We are almost there. Help us find the finish line of this, people. Applaud to the listeners out there. Punch in a couple of more reviews. Tell a friend. Spread the good word on the good karma that we're trying to spread during March Madness. And help us get over that 100 review mark by tip-off on Thursday. So thank you, listeners, for helping us on that journey and that quest. I feel like we're leaving the practice room right now. We put our time in. We did the lifting, the training. We did all the wind sprints, the suicides. We got the game plan. We just got to execute. Let's go out, partner, and have fun tomorrow. I can't wait, man. All right, listeners, you as well. We hope that I wish thank you so much for letting us share March Madness with you and being part of your match March Madness decision making progress uh, uh, process. And thank you so much for giving us part of your busy week. We're happy to share it with you and happy to keep you company along the way. So cheers, Salatra, Gratulatia, Arigat. The tournament is here. Let's go. Side.